This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. A quick update for you on a wild day at the B.C. Legislature here at this moment. Uh, the legislature is in session. The MLAs are at their seats. The speaker is in his chair. The clerk and uh, her other officials are at the clerk's table. And they're awaiting, I believe, the arrival of the Lieutenant Governor Janet Austin here to prorogue, which basically means shut down the last session of the legislature. Then at 2 p.m., I believe the plan is for the throne speech to be read at that time. And told by officials in the premier's office here now that the Lieutenant Governor has uh, managed to get into the building which was uh, surrounded, of course, earlier today by those anti-pipeline protesters. They're still out there, but the LG apparently has made it in, and uh, things are proceeding. So keeping an eye on that for you. This year, for the CKNW Kids Fund Pink Shirt Day, we're asking you to help lift each other up. Pink Shirt Day is on Wednesday, February 26th, presented this year by Alpine Credits philanthropy is a huge part of their business the generous support from alpine credits to the kids fund will continue to help raise awareness of available programs that foster children's healthy self-esteem more details are available at pinkshirtday.ca a wild scene at the bc legislature in victoria this morning hundreds of anti-pipeline protesters blocked all of the doors into the building, preventing MLAs from going in. Global News reporter Richard Zussman was at the center of the chaos, and CKNW contributor Claire Allen caught up with him to hear all the details. Okay, so Richard, I've seen you all over Global News this morning and all over social media this morning. Uh, Tell me about what happened this morning and what is still happening at the legislature. Claire, there are blockades, not just the legislature, but a number of the buildings around it. This stems from an encampment camp that has been here since Thursday, when Indigenous youth came in support of the raids, as they describe it, and the Wet'suwet'en territory to move protesters out there after the RCMP acted on the injunction. Uh, that camp is now extended to a few hundred protesters who are occupying all of the entry points around the legislature. Uh, they are joining arms to try to prevent people from entering the building. My understanding is a majority of the MLAs have been able to make it in. Some have decided, though, uh, not to go in and aren't continuing sort of to push through the crowds in order to get in. But the expectation still is a throne speech will take place at 2 o'clock. Right. And just speaking about the confrontations with the protesters, um, you in particular, we I saw you sort of coming face to face and interacting with the protesters. What were those interactions like? What were the protesters saying to you? Was, was it hostile or how did that go down? They, they weren't really saying. They, they were just swearing at me and screaming in my ear. And I asked them why they were there and they screamed in my ear some more. Uh, you know, they have the right to be here. Uh, this is a building that I work in the legislature. I can't access uh, my workspace at this point. Uh, one of the workspaces I work in in the legislative chamber, we have an additional workspace that I have been able to access. And so, you know, it's part of the challenge here, and, and we appreciate their right to protest. I was also at that point uh, trying to get Mike Smith in the building, who has a show to host. And so, you know, we were trying our best to get members of the media into the building to do their jobs. And, yeah, so the response, Claire, basically was screaming, yelling, swearing, uh, but, but never violent. You know, I, 
there was some physical altercation as I tried to, some people would let me in and others would not let me through. And I was trying to move my way up the stairs and they would resist back. But this is sort of part of the process that's happening here. And there have been other points of entry. I scaled a, a wall at one point to get into the building with the help of security. And there's other points where uh, the protesters, after yelling, have happily stepped aside for members of the media and, and others who, who are working in the building to get in. Right. And um, I did see the video of you scaling the wall with a bag of uh, bagels. So that was uh, interesting. I know that some people were commending your efforts there. Um, just speaking about the politicians that have been turned away, we, I saw some videos of Lana Popham, the Minister of Agriculture, being turned away. Yeah. Have you had a chance to speak to some of the politicians? Have they voiced their frustration to you? Um, uh, what's the mood? Not, I, I've spoken to a bunch of politicians. I think for the NDP members especially, uh, those that are from the um, activist protest side of the party um, are struggling with breaking a protest line. I think for them it means a lot in solidarity with these supporters, even though they may not agree with them on the issue. They are struggling with the idea of physically moving through a protest line. Uh, I'm right now walking around to the side of the building and I see about a dozen police officers. Their presence uh, is increased uh, around the building uh, as we anticipate the arrival of the lieutenant governor. So, you know, I, I think uh, we're all just trying to do our jobs, and the MLAs are struggling with that. I've spoken to other MLAs, like I said earlier, who have just given up, decided not to go in the building because they don't want to have the physical altercation. The, the bagels also, Claire, are important because... It's business as usual for many at the legislature, and uh, it was the press gallery annual general meeting uh, today, and as custom, we had our bagels, and I delivered them uh, to the members of the gallery, and then I went back and continued my reporting. You scaled the wall with the bagels. to not You didn't just walk in, you scaled the wall. So, I mean, I'm sure they're very grateful for that. Now, Richard, some of the commentary I've been seeing on social media and also being sort of um, debate within the CKNW producer pit is there's some criticism out there that reporters or people such as yourself, whatever, sort of um, like Mike, who's hosting a show right now, and reporters, they don't need access to the legislature. And I've seen some people online saying that these the people, reporters such as yourself, are making the story about themselves by covering their attempts to get into the legislature. What do you think about that, that criticism? I haven't covered my attempt at all. I, I've seen... It show up on social media. You know, my colleagues and, and others have decided to make this part of the story. I haven't. Uh, you know, it, there was at one point a question about access to the press. There hasn't been any access issues. Those who needed to get in have been able to get in. Like I said, I was able to get up the wall. Mike Smith has a ho- show that he hosts from the building that has technical equipment in that building, and it's basically the only place that he can do the show properly to ensure the listeners of CKNW get the quality they deserve. And so just like the MLAs, we're doing our job too, uh, but we need to be very cautious of ensuring that we respect the rights of the individuals here to protest, to organize, uh, to have their voices heard. Right. And so just touching on the throne speech again, Richard, you expect that it will go ahead as planned? Uh, the, the expectation is what we've heard from House Leader Mike Farnworth is the plan that it will go on as planned at 2 o'clock. We've heard that John Horgan's press conference at 3 o'clock has been postponed, if not cancelled. So there are some logistical issues they're still dealing with. But for now, everything we've heard is the throne speech will go on as planned at 2 o'clock uh, with an attempt to get the lieutenant governor into the building uh, based on the, the protocols that the security has established.
Okay, well, thank you so much, Richard. I know you've been super busy over there and uh, hope you don't have to scale any more walls. So thank you so much. I may have to, Claire, but I hope not to. Okay, that's uh, Global News reporter Richard Zussman speaking earlier to our own Claire Allen there about a a wild day at the B.C. legislature. And as you heard uh, Richard describe there, he had to go to some extreme efforts uh, to get into the building today. It was surrounded by anti-pipeline protesters. I managed to sneak in eventually. I did was touch and go there. I wasn't sure if I was going to get in here and be able to host the the show today from the CKNW studio inside the legislature. But I did find uh, one door that was not as well blockaded and was able to sort of slip my way through and get into the building. But a lot of other people were locked out.